0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Mesh Teams podcast, a podcast all about teamwork and leadership. My name is Addison Spears. And my name is Jordan. And we believe that great teams don't just happen by accident, but rather they are built. And that happens with intentional steps over time. In our episodes, we'll use movie moments to break down timeless principles and practical steps that you can take to build a better team.
1: Let's get started. Before we jump into our episode, we need to set the stage for you. Today, our episode insights come from the film Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. In the Lord of the Rings, there is a wise and mighty elf named Elrond. Upon discovering the One Ring of Power, the primary tool of the villain in this film, Elrond holds a secret meeting called the Council of Elrond at his home in Rivendell in order to determine the fate of the One Ring of Power. Those present at this council represented the three free races of Middle-earth, men, elves, and dwarves. Today, we're going to be looking at that meeting. In this episode, we'll break down four things you can do to have more effective, clear,
0: and productive meetings. Okay, Jordan, we have been wanting to talk about this for a very long time.
1: Yes, (laughs) we sure have. We're both avid fans of this movie, so.
0: It is not only from our childhood, mm-hmm. but I cherish it. We are mm-hmm. going to talk today about what the Lord of the Rings teaches us about managing meetings. Yes. And specifically, we're going to be talking about the Council of Elrond.
1: Yes, the Council of Elrond. A very, very significant meeting um, of high importance to the existence of their entire world. Yeah. In like, Middle Earth. Like at all that time. of Middle
0: Earth. So... <laughs> Jordan, how do you feel about this meeting? How do you think it went?
1: I mean, it was pretty much an entire well, can't call it a total fail because at the end they did something, right? You know, they got the, they got the fellowship together and they decided to go. But I would say it, it, they didn't have to get to that conclusion in the way that they got there. It right. was a, a very poorly facilitated meeting. Things got out of hand, people got upset, people started throwing stuff, guys were impatient. <laughs> Um, it was uh, – it was, it was some serious conflict that was pretty much unnecessary and could have been mitigated with, with a few tools. So I feel like it was mostly a fail and even – you know if you think about it, even after they left, right, the, the, <laughs> the fellowship left, like they weren't fully prepared for this journey. Like so
0: – Oh, yeah. They, they at
1: least got it going but they didn't consider maybe some of the other elements that were to come. In that meeting, they just kind of. I don't think ju- they
0: considered any of the elements <laughs> that were to come. No, no one had a bag. Nobody had yeah. anything that they needed to be ready to go. Everybody yeah. was just like, "I guess, let's do it." I mean, maybe.
1: Yeah, you got like three hobbits, an elf, a dwarf, two different races of yeah. people. So he- two humans,
0: <laughs> a wizard. Can I tell you something that will? Uh, just kind of explode your understanding of this meeting as well.
1: I'm very excited to hear this because you wouldn't even tell me before this podcast, so I'm like ready to hear about it.
0: <laughs> so I was just reading about the Council of Elrond just to see is there is there any insight in here that I can glean from that mm-hmm. that I'm missing? Because I agree that it's it's the worst facilitated meeting I've ever seen, one of the worst. But when I read that. Actually, he did not summon them to be there for the meeting. Everybody just happened to be at Rivendell. What? For their own little agenda. So they, they had to meet with Elrond separately by themselves. That's why they were at Rivendell.
1: But d- <laughs> did
0: then, Elrond
1: summon each one of them individually first? or No. So you're telling me... <laughs> That Frodo just ended up there serendipitously. Yep. Wow.
0: And not just Frodo, but all the other players that are there. So uh, Boromir, Legolas, Gimli, they all had business individually with Elrond. He did not summon them. So he figured. Are you sure? Positive. Verified? I just read it. Wow. So while they're all there. Then he goes. Well, hey, since everyone's here, why don't we just have the meeting? And this, ma- <laughs> mind
1: you, Elrond is an elf. He's lived for a very long
0: time—over, over five thousand years at this point. He well should over. have known better. <laughs> well over five thousand years.
1: He's he's the elder in the room by a couple thousand years.
0: <laughs> yes, by quite the distance. <laughs>
1: Goodness gracious
0: I think that even though this is one of the worst facilitated meetings in the history of middle Earth and even you know ever in, it, ever in mm-hmm. humanity, I think that there's four things I think that we could really use from this to really help identify and help people grow help people manage their meetings a lot better.
1: Yeah and that's good because I, I don't know about you but I've been in meetings before where um, it doesn't go it's nice we're all talking but we're not doing much, or it gets sidetracked by this or that. I've been in meetings. So it's not just – didn't just happen in Middle Earth with Elrond. Mm -hmm. I've experienced meetings that maybe weren't as explosive, although I've had one or two, but that were just – that didn't really produce the fruit that our time should produce together.
0: Oh, absolutely. Right? I've been in 100 meetings (laughs) that could have been emails. (laughs) Yes. And I've walked out of a meeting actually wondering – why did I actually meet? Like, it was good yeah. to see everyone's face. Or why did I need to be there?
1: Yes. What was, I was invited, I'm here, but why did I need to be here? Was this, was I like a physical CC? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like a physical CC in email, like that I'm just kind of, I'm just, just FYI, so you know, so you're in the room. Like, yeah, so th- there's, uh, there's all kinds of, or the, have you ever been in a meeting where there's like, too many cooks in the kitchen. There's like, you're trying to, it's a meeting about decisions, but you have like a bunch of people in there who aren't the real decision makers, but you've put them in a place where now through your quote unquote collaboration, you're, you're make, you're trying to make decisions and collaborate. And then it becomes a meeting stew as a, I think Patrick Lencioni calls it that in his book, uh, death by meeting, which is an awesome book.
0: And appropriately named. (laughs) Yes. So we have four things that we believe are going to help you manage meetings better and actually walk away with clarity and purpose. Yeah, and
1: we pulled all these things from what not to do, basically from the scene of the Council of Elrond.
0: Absolutely. So the first one is come prepared. You Mm -hmm. want to come to a meeting prepared, and what that looks like is making an agenda ahead of time. Now, in the Council of Elrond, Elrond actually – does a great thing. He tells everyone why they're there, what they're there for, and he tells them what needs to happen. The problem is he tells them in the middle of the meeting, <laughs> after there's relational conflict yeah. and task conflict. Relational conflict is, again, that's conflict that happens between you know relationships. Task conflict, that's conflict that happens surrounding a task. So already in this meeting, there's been too much relational conflict, there's been yeah. too much task conflict for him to drop this agenda in the middle of the meeting. This yeah. definitely should have been something that he should have said at the at the beginning. a better of the opener.
1: Meeting. Yeah, a better opener. Cuz he comes to the meeting and he says, "We have come together to like it's like this ominous thing." Like mm-hmm. he's like there's a he says that there's a problem. Yep. But there's no like, "Okay, so here's a problem and here's how I suggest we talk about this problem."
0: Yep. Here's like, how we solve it.
1: We need we need to solve it. He 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 knew the answer from the beginning that this ring needs to be put in that dang volcano. Cause guess what? I was there when it wasn't put in there. He was there. He was on the little, the little peninsula thing or whatever in the, in Mount doom. He was there when Ilseildor decided to not throw it in Mount doom. So he knows exactly. He was an eyewitness yep. to the original problem. So if he just came prepared to the meeting, and as hopefully the meeting leader, he was like, hey, um, here, here's some here's some bit of the story. Yeah,
0: here's the facts. Here's yeah. what we need to do. Here's why we need we to do it. We found this
1: ring again. The Dark Lord's looking for it. We got to bring it back and finish the job that Isildur didn't do. Totally. And so let's talk about how we're going to go about that. 100%. That would have brought a lot of clarity. To to this whole thing. And there's a lot of other things that would have brought clarity too, but he had no, he was like, there was like no preparation for this meeting. It was like, hey, y'all are here. Let's just talk about, this, just thing talk about this thing that impacts
0: everything. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to withhold all the key information that you need until the middle of it when you all start fighting. Then I'll clarify it. pointless so the first thing you want to do is you want to come to your meetings prepared and what that looks like is making an agenda ahead of time Mm -hmm. you can even send that out in an email if you need to you could even go to people individually talk to them about hey here's what you need here's Mm -hmm. what you need to know about this meeting here's here's why i'm having you in this meeting here's here the items that we're going to walk through and what that also looks like isn't just coming prepared with an agenda, but also what is the clarity and the action items that I need after this meeting. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be really key. outcomes. Outcomes, yep.
1: Outcomes. You in some of these outcomes, don't you have to you don't have to pre-decide who's gonna own them because sometimes in the meeting, that's why I have people there. I need someone to own this. Who's gonna own it? Yep. You know, I got that. And then also coming prepared is knowing what is the time you're willing to spend for oh, yeah. this engagement, for this meeting. Your agenda determines your time, but each agenda item should have a time limit because you can talk until the cows come home about whatever and then start talking about how that relates to your life and ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da and then time has gone away and you're paying for the people in the room to be there. So that's one thing that gets lost a lot in meetings is that for every meeting you have – and Death by Meeting by Patrick Lencioni gets into this a lot – how much money is wasted – in meetings of just like doing nothing but just yep. talking, you're paying for that meeting. Because if you have employees in that meeting, you're paying for their time and they're all spending it there. So it's it's incumbent upon the organization to make sure that their meetings are effective so that you can optimize the time of your employees the best way possible. Plus a meeting is disruptive too, if you think about it. Like you can't expect someone to just be like doing deep work Then jump in a meeting, which is an entirely different headspace. Yep. So you got to, by coming prepared, you're thinking about these things before you come. Does this need to even be a meeting? Yes. That's part of coming prepared. Like, we've decided it needs to be a meeting. Therefore, it needs to be important. So I need to be prepared with what we're actually going to tackle.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Come to your meetings prepared. The second thing that can really help change a meeting, make it more effective, more dynamic, is deciding the player's ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that everybody in that meeting, everyone should know their role, mm-hmm. they should know why they're there, they should know who is leading the meeting, and then they should also know who's leading the agenda. And so those two things are really different. If you're leading the agenda, you are making sure that we are on time for the meeting, mm-hmm. you're making sure that each item is spoken about, you're taking notes on each item, but if you're leading the meeting, That's you're the facilitator. So Mm -hmm. you're Elrond in this regard. So honestly, (laughs) in the Council of Elrond, really, Elrond would have been the meeting leader. Mm -hmm. And then Gandalf would have been a phenomenal um, agenda leader. So he's just making sure we're talking about the big points. We're not dropping any of the rocks, making sure that everybody is clear on what it is we need to do, why we need to be there, and did we hit on all the points? Do we have the clarity that we need Focus, after this meeting?
1: Focused attention mm-hmm. on those things. So it's kind of another version of coming prepared: is deciding your players ahead of time. Who needs to be in that dang room? Yep.
0: Who needs to be and Why do they need to be there?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do they need to be there? What do they contribute towards the towards the outcomes that we're looking for? Right. Like I've been in meetings where, again, I said before, like I'm a CC. Right. <laughs> I've also been in meetings where <clears throat> I'm important to be there, but there's other people there, and I'm like, and they may bring an idea to the table, but the the purpose of that meeting was not to brainstorm; it was to make decisions that then you can brainstorm about later. So, a brainstorming meeting you can have other people in that room, but you got to decide who your best brainstorming people. Yes. If you have people in the room that are um, sandbags to balloons. They're not, they, they may not be your best innovators. Right. You need them because they keep you grounded. But if you're having a brainstorming meeting, if that's the purpose of that meeting, then get people in there that think different, that can look at things different. Like, have the right players in that room according to what you know, they know how to do. Yeah. Right? And, so,
0: the, and the outcomes that you're looking to hit.
1: Right. So what's the purpose of the meeting? Yep. Based on that purpose, who needs to be in that room? that contributes towards the outcomes we're looking for. Exactly. Right? So if it's new ideas, who who here is like innovative, who thinks different? Mm-hmm. Let's get them in here. Let's and it could be from a different department and all that stuff, but that's the point of the meeting. It's not to for exactly. them to be field experts,
0: you yep. know. And if the point of the meeting is something different, then again, you just need to know your team, which I think is the third thing that we're looking yes. at. So the third piece is to know your team. And part of knowing your team is knowing the strengths that are in the room, the different dynamics mm-hmm. that are in there, right? Elrond should have been really clear about the fact that, okay, who do I have in this meeting? I got Gimli. Mm-hmm. I got Legolas. He's a prince. Mm-hmm. I got a prince here. I got the yeah, okay. head of pause. Gondor here.
1: Just pause. <laughs> I got Aragorn, Okay. <laughs> Who is the rightful heir to the throne of Gondor. And Boromir, who is the steward of Gondor's son, <laughs> is in that meeting and does not know... And does not know. ...who Aragorn is. And that was not discussed before the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> there, was no, there was no... Hey, um, Boromir, heads up.
0: Just bt dub.
1: You may want to meet him, actually, prior. And there... in. Uh, you may need to have a conversation because Aragorn is the the ranger he's known as. He's actually Isildur's heir. And so, but he's not wanting that right now. But you, just, the person yeah. you've been kind of, you knew is out there. He's here now. So you may want to have a conversation
0: one hundred before
1: the meeting about that major revelation instead of having, who was an elf. I think it was Legolas. Yeah. It was step out an- and be like, it's Isildur's heir.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's actually your rightful king, banjo Neat. Yes, I know, right? Like He shouldn't find that information out never, in real time.
1: Never, yeah. And so part of knowing your team, too, is, okay, you have Gimli, so you know that you know, Gimli's like he's an action guy. Mm-hmm. What do you do? As soon as they said the ring needs to be a story, he's like, all right, I got an axe. Boom. Bam, <laughs> and then it blew it up, right? So you have an action guy. You got a guy that's oriented towards action. And then you have You know, Legolas, who's another elf who's lived a long time, seen a lot of stuff. He's got a
0: ton of wisdom. He's not going to speak much. But when he does, it's going to be highly effective.
1: And he's kind of OP as far as like (laughs) he's overpowered. Like he he can see far. He can hear. He can like he can ride an elephant's trunk. And I mean, he's kind of ridiculous as far as a warrior is concerned. So you have that strength in the room. You know, you have Aragorn, who's the leader. You, you should know some of these things, and maybe have some of these, especially for people that don't know each other. Have you know, make some conversations? You know, like yeah. create. You a gotta, bit. you yeah. gotta
0: facilitate it. You have to facilitate it. And again, this is their first time coming together, so you gotta be anticipating what this should look like, what mm-hmm. this is gonna look like. But all that comes back to, I think, number one is coming prepared. Yeah, I think once you can come prepared, part of being prepared is also knowing your team. And once you know your team, then you can really say, okay, well, who who could I really rely on for these different things that are Mm -hmm. in the room? How can I facilitate their strengths being shown in the best ways? Maybe I'm Mm -hmm. gonna ask Gimli, hey, Gimli, knowing that this ring needs to be destroyed like this, what's the best way, you think, to take some action on it? Or, hey, Legolas, I need some context. You've been around for, I've been around for many years, but so have you. You've been around for a couple mm-hmm. hundred years now, too. So what have you seen? What's new? Where are you going? Or, hey,
1: Gandalf, you actually went and read about this. Remember yeah. that? You left the ring with Frodo for a number of years, went went away to a tower and figured out what the <laughs> heck it was. You probably know a bit a bit about what's going on currently, right? Or maybe Elrond should have just spoken up because he was there at the very beginning of the thing, right? There's all kinds of opportunities that for people's strengths to have been used and pulled on if Elrond was just to organize the meeting better. yep. Hey, Gandalf, what do you think? Give me your thoughts. What do the dwarves think? How how could you guys contribute towards Mm -hmm. this end of destroying it, right? And then, or if Elrond knew that he wanted to create a fellowship in, in the beginning, he could have kind of been like, all right, who wants to be a part of this? End of story, and then we get the we get the small group together. Then you have another meeting. How are we going to get it there?
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, like you can have more than one. Then you'll have to be in one because there's other dudes in there that like there's not just Legolas. There's like two of his homies. Yeah,
0: they don't need to be
1: you
0: know? there. Yeah, they're yeah. just listening. They're, they're just there's CC. CC
1: in the meeting. Even even Gimli's there with some other dwarves. We don't even know who they are, but. They're 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 there. They're
0: there. So it's really important that you come to the meeting prepared. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you have an agenda that is clear. Then you want to make sure you know your team. Mm -hmm. And the last thing we have is hey, it's okay to facilitate healthy conflict. If there is healthy conflict on your team, which is just conflict that's related to the task, or even if there's some Mm -hmm. relational context. Uh, relational conflict. It's okay to step up and facilitate that conflict. Yeah, you know we watch Elron. Literally, they start yelling at each other and they start getting mad at each other. Mm-hmm. It's okay for you to facilitate healthy conflict. Elron doesn't do that at all. He, no, actually he actually jumps into it.
1: He jumps into it. Conflict is conflict is a gift. Truly, mm-hmm. why? Because if you, you if you have a monoculture. Everyone's saying the same thing. You're not going to get very far. You need to have a plurality of voices at the table. With plurality and with diversity comes conflict because Mm -hmm. you're going to have somebody that sees something one way and someone that sees something another way. Well, the great part about that is you may be seeing the same thing from different angles. And if you were to put the pictures together in a healthy way, the conflict may turn into a negotiation of a better solution. And so a conflict is, a, if you're doing it healthily, it's a way to gain perspective and understanding that you can't get on your own. You need some of that to happen. So facilitating healthy conflict is important. Hey, do you have a varying perspective? That's that's a form of conflict. We think of conflict as explosive and combative. That's what we see in this meeting. Yep. It's explosive. It's combative. It doesn't have to be that way. Yep. It doesn't have to be that way. Conflict can be a disagreement that we talk through. It's us against the problem, not exactly. me against you, right? Yep. And so, if we in, and that's and that's the that's the perspective shift that would have helped. Like it's us against the problem, which is we got this ring it needs to be destroyed.
0: Yes, instead of me versus you versus Gondor versus the Elves versus Dwarves versus humans, it doesn't have to be my that
1: perspective way. versus your perspective. Yep. It's 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 a It's not a Mm win-lose. It's a win-win. And to have a true win-win perspective is to to have a stance of us against the problem.
0: Yep. So when you have conflict, what you have is you have different parts that you as the maestro, the leader of the meeting, Mm -hmm. can actually make in concert with each other, which actually can produce a better harmony and ultimately a better solution.
1: And again, that's part of knowing your team. Right. Mm-hmm. If you know the strengths in your team, you can actually pit one strength towards another and help them see the solution against the problem, right? But you have to know who – a good facilitator knows the dynamics of the room. Yep. They know the temperature. They know, okay, this person is a bit more sensitive to their ideas being challenged. So how do I soften the edges of that maybe – by first having two other people go that have varying perspectives mm-hmm. to let them know it's psychologically safe to approach conflict, right? You could – a leader has to know their people. Critical. Has to know their people. And and you have to customize your leadership to whomever you're leading. Now, again, this, this is a team of people in this particular meeting that aren't together all the time, which even – is more so important to come prepared (laughs) yeah, because they don't know each other. So if you in, so there should have been a lot of other kind of pre meetings in Elrond's office prior to this. Elrond should have been like Boromir Aragorn. I need you to step in my office. Let's have a conversation. Gandalf, let me talk to you. You're like, you've been around as long as I have a long time. Mm -hmm. You're like, you know, you're kind of like a mythical all knowing being. So we are like the leaders in this room. So me and you got to be on the same page 100%. as we facilitate this
0: meeting. That obviously did not happen. Yep. Hey, right? Gimli, there's going to be some elves there. Yeah. I know that you. <laughs> I know that you guys have conflict,
1: historical beef,
0: historical beef, <laughs> historical conflict. Yeah. Hey, here's yeah. what. I, here's what yeah. I need you to be in this meeting. Here's it's, how I need you. Yes. To, here's what I need your disposition to yeah. be.
1: Another ex- a real life example is, hey, finance, we're going to have marketing here. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Right, marketing is gonna want to spend some money. Yeah, I know that. You know that. And you've had beef. I know it. That's okay. We need you both here because we have a major problem we have to solve together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let me lead it. I'm gonna facilitate it. Don't you know? We'll 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 take it one step at a time. Yep. That immediately lowers the temperature, and changes the disposition of people coming into that meeting. So they're coming in with an openness, not a...
0: Not a rigidity. Not a, yes. And they're yes. not coming in waiting to explode. They're not coming in waiting to react mm-hmm. to to something. Now they have a healthy level of response that they can do because mm-hmm. they've been briefed, they know what's happening, yep. they, they they know that we're approaching this and doing this as a team.
1: Yeah. You know, this is a specific kind of meeting that we're talking about, the Council of Elrond, but you may have meetings in in a team that you meet with regularly, right? So it may not be a sit-down meeting in your office with somebody to prepare them for this meeting. It may not be that that big of a deal. But it's always good to say, call someone and be like, hey, during this meeting, this may come, you're going to hear some things that are a little bit new to you. I just want you to know that, um, no, you have not been told this before, nor are you expected to know this. So when you come to this meeting, it will be new to you, but just kind of take it as you go, right? Which can lower someone's defenses because if they think that, wow, I should have known about this. Now, their yep. internal world is being thrown upside down and their internal critic or whatever is eating them alive because they think that they should have had something that they don't have. 100%. That's like one example. There's a million others you can, you can use, but it doesn't need to be a sit down. It can be like a text or a phone call. Hey, FYI. Yes. Real quick. Nothing big, nothing major. Just need you to know.
0: Just a heads up. Mhm. I do that all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've sent my leaders or even people that I'm leading, "Hey, just a heads up. This mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. This is what I need to see happen. This is how we're going to make this yeah. make this occur."
1: Just last week, I was a part of a meeting I walk, it was the meeting was set to be one thing and needed to become another because of a crisis response that we had to make. And but I was pulled in before the meeting and and. I was told, "Hey, you come prepared with these things that we typically do. Just letting you know that this meeting—we're gonna—it's the the purpose of it needs to be shifted. So just change your mindset to being responsive and listening, so that we can kind of make a plan moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I I, sh- I walked in that room. I didn't have to make this crazy mental adjustment. I was ready to go. Boom, let's make it happen. You know, and it was very effective.
0: So as we come to the end of our time today, we just want to remind you of these four different things, Mm -hmm. these four things that we think Lord of the Rings can help teach us about managing meetings. Again, you wanna make sure that you come to your meetings prepared, make an agenda ahead of time, make sure everyone is really clear about not only what are we meeting about, why are we meeting, and then what needs to happen after that meeting. The second is you wanna decide the players. You need to be really specific about who needs to be there Everyone should, have a, everyone should know their role why, while they're there. And someone needs to both lead the meeting mm-hmm. and another person needs to lead the agenda. The person leading the agenda, they're keeping the time, the notes, and they're Focus. ensuring that everyone's focused on the task. Mm-hmm. Third is you want to know your team. You got to know your strengths, know the dynamics in the room, and if there needs to be context that needs to happen mm-hmm. ahead of time, make sure you give that context. So yes. you're not like Elbron and you're not like Bormir finding crucial pieces of information out in real time. Yeah. And the last is you wanna make sure that you lean into and facilitate healthy conflict. Conflict does not have to be explosive or destructive. It can actually be a mechanism to make a better mm-hmm. solution and to make many different parts that speak from a diversity of different perspectives, be in concert with one another Mm -hmm. that actually makes something that's much better for the organization and much better for your business. Conflict is a gift. It's a gift that you can give to people. So we encourage you to do two things. First, if you haven't yet, go watch Lord of the Rings. Yes. It's an incredible movie. It'll change your life. (laughs) And if you don't watch the full movie, at minimum, you can go on YouTube or you can go to meshteams.com slash podcast check out our show notes and we'll have the clip of the council of elrond Mm -hmm. right there
1: it's in lord of the rings fellowship of the ring the first
0: film yes it is in the first all
1: three films are kind of like one but
0: but this specific moment is Mm -hmm. in the first one and we just want to remind you that look you're not going to be perfect That Mm -hmm. as you apply these steps that what you want to strive for is progress not perfection Mm -hmm. so you're looking to make your meetings better Maybe you can just take one of these principles to make your meetings better, and that is okay for now, because no step towards growth is ever too small.
1: Thanks again for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone and leave us a review. You can get access to our show notes and learn more about how you can implement what we spoke about in today's episode at meshteams.com. And remember, we're all in this together. And no step towards growth is ever too small. We'll see you next time.